Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. You're listening to the Dad Bod Golf Pod with Kyle Rush, Ben Taylor, and Nate Pass. What's up, everybody? We're back again. It's episode, I think it's 186. We didn't even discuss it pre-show. Yes, it's pretty, sure, pretty sure we nailed it. Uh, of the Dad Bod Golf Pod, brought to you by Bet Online, the number one sports betting website in the country. Get online today, sign up, use coupon code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, get a 50% welcome bonus. Give them 100 bucks. They're going to give you 50 back to play with on top of it. Casino, play blackjack till you, till you just run out of money or until you just make a ton of money. Uh, craps at any time of the day. Uh, or you can get live bets on golf, live bets on basketball. Every single sport out there, you can get on it. Horse racing, love it. You can do it here at Bet Online. Uh, the number one sports betting website in the country. Check them out. Bet online where the game starts. Ben, Kyle, we're ready to rock. Uh, And this weekend was very eventful. Um, It sort of kind of kicked off a little bit last late Tuesday night of last week. Mm -hmm. And then a little bit, we get a little bit more, a little bit more information about the live tour and the big story over the weekend um, that was sort of it, it was weird at first, but when then you really start to dig into it, it was actually made a ton of sense and is actually and kind of genius to be honest. So mm-hmm. Kevin Na puts out that he is resigning from the PGA Tour, so he is no longer a member of the PGA Tour, basically retiring, retiring. So uh, that the- so you have to like just send your card in. Like, how does that work? I think it's just like any company. You send in a resignation letter. It's just you just send in a resignation letter. uh, You lose all your status. And I assume if you wanted to jump back, you'd have to start back over from scratch. I mean, I I don't I don't know that part of it, but he's resigning. He's retiring from the PGA Tour after 19 years. So we all knew you were going over there. Why is this a big deal? This is why this is a big deal. And I think this is huge. Nobody's talked about nobody's really talking about this. Uh, so we're going to educate you. Okay. If the, if uh, you are on the PGA tour and you ser- are serving a suspension, the USGA and the RNA, which are the governing bodies for the U S open and the open, they reserve the right to suspend you from their tournaments. Okay. okay. So if you have auto qualify, you're automatically qualified, but you're serving a suspension or you're under suspension or you're not in good standing, they can restrict you from playing. Well, when you're not a member of a tour, they can't suspend you. They cannot suspend you. So uh, then it just becomes an open. It's an open. So they take you got you got world ranking points. You got wins that get you exempt. You got all kind of stuff. Kevin Nas in so sponsor sponsorship exemptions because he's got some. He's got. I don't know if you can do sponsors. I don't think you can get sponsorship exemptions in the U.S. Opens, but still. Oh no, not to an open, but to a regular tournament. He could come back and play on a regular tournament on on an off weekend, I guess. I mean, in theory, maybe maybe you're maybe that's that's correct. Here's another thing: you get to keep your pension. Oh, that was my question because I didn't I didn't know if you did or not because that was when you said resigning. I thought okay. Does he? Because a lot of people don't realize this. The PGF Tour does have a retirement plan. Yes, for, they do for the uh, for the players. And 
So I guess it is a retirement because he's allowed to keep his pension. It's not necessarily a resignation. I mean, I know he said he's resigning from it, but if he gets to keep his pension, yes, it's a more of a retirement than it is a resignation. I would assume. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just essentially, uh, your bait. And I assume that's, what's going to start happening with all these guys that are on the PGA mm-hmm. tour so that it doesn't jeopardize their, um, it doesn't jeopardize their, uh, standing in the different major tournaments. Now the masters is an invitational, so they reserve the right to do whatever the heck they want. They could mm-hmm. invite you, uh, based off your world ranking points. They could not. Um, but as far as the others, um, and I, and you know, We'll get to this later, but over time, your world ranking points are obviously going to drop unless you perform really well right. in those majors. But, yeah, so they announced his retirement on the uh, – during the U.S. Women's Open. They spent less than a minute talking about it, but they did announce it during the U.S. Women's Open tournament, and that really ruffled a lot of white knights – um, that want to try to pretend like they really like to watch women's golf, um, it on Twitter, especially on Twitter and things like that. Um, that it really ruffled some feathers. And a lot of things that I saw was it's not really a story. It's not a big story. Why would you interrupt women's golf? It's not a big story. What then? Is this not a huge story? It's one. It's a huge story. Number two, they didn't interrupt coverage. The girls were still playing. Like they didn't stop. They didn't cut. have everybody stop on the course. They didn't no. cut away. They didn't miss shots. They just talked about it during the tournament. And there was probably more debate and talk on Twitter than there was the actual broadcast. Oh yeah. Uh, because it didn't take it, anything away from the golf. No, it took nothing away from, from a ladies event, but apparently everybody thought that it took away from the ladies event, which is kind of funny because when Nellie Corda had surgery, they said that during a men's event, but nobody batted an eye at that, but whatever. I'm not no. going there with that. Not doing the, the back and forth, but, uh, and, and, I've told you, I'm a huge, like, as far as women's go, I'm a huge Corda fan, both of them. That's We've talked about that on the show. We say that's by far the most athletic family in the history of sports, probably. Yes. <laughs> the best golf swing in sports is Nelly Yes, Corda. and she has the best golf swing in sports, even after surgery, and she still had a top 10 in the U.S. Women's Open. Right. Uh, so I don't understand the butt hurt that these people were getting from it. I'd love to hear from some of the pros themselves. I'd love to hear from Nelly Corda. I think somebody like her – Somebody like a quarter that really follows men's golf and like you saw her fangirling in front of Tiger and that kind of thing. She probably would have been like, well, that's pretty interesting that he had to turn in his rank. Like, I don't think the first thing she would think would be, oh, did y'all interrupt our coverage to talk about that? I think she would be like, that's kind of weird. That's kind of strange. I mean, you got the you, you got a guy who was on the outside shot to be in the Ryder Cup last year who's made, you know, made a ton of money on the U.S. on the uh, PGA Tour for 19 years multiple time winner. Um, and he comes out and says he's retired, resigning. Like that was, that's the, that's the, the key thing that, that to me is a huge story because you have a competing tournament. I mean, a competing tour, uh, not in which they don't even think they're competing. They're like the, even in, off their website, their, their wording and their marketing is in addition to, you know, right. they're not trying to replace the PGA tour. They're just trying to sort of, enhance and and play off of the PGA tour uh, a player comes out and says they're completely resigning from the big a relevant player a very relevant player which seemingly is going to be a chain reaction for all the other players that want to still perform and compete in the majors it's sort of a pathway that was the thing we all were always concerned about are these guys going to be able to play in the majors 
Mm-hmm. Um, how, how is that, gonna, th- that whole thing going to work? Now it seems like there's a pathway to that. So again, we, we've talked about this. You got DJ going, you got Kevin and I doing the resignation. Um, we were sort of wondering if you talked about it, are people doing the wait and see? And now we're starting to see uh, the different ways that these guys could take this path and make it work. Yeah. And then, I mean, I don't know how you get back on if you resign. Uh, can you reapply? Do you, do you go through the corn ferry? I mean, what do you do? What do you do? Do you have to start you go back through over? Q school again? I mean, what? Yeah. I'd yeah. Be I don't, I don't know. I don't, that's, that's exactly right. It'd be very interesting to see, but I think it's a huge story. And I think if you say it's not, you're just literally trying to lie. You're like lying to yourself. It's a huge story. You're this trying to sound cool. You're trying exactly. to say you're the golf version of woke. If that's what you think. If you, oh that's yes. Not a, great. Like comp, it, great comp. It's basically, it's like, uh, that's not a big story. Are you kidding me? This is huge. This is the number one story. I mean, on top of DJ probably being the largest story for going over there, Kevin Na resigning from the PGA Tour is is right there at number two this, as far as the information that's come out in the last two weeks. That's the two top stories. Oh, yeah. Well, I got on the – I got on um, – th- there's this guy, and he was talking about how it wasn't a big story, and I, and it shouldn't interrupt coverage from the U.S. Women's Open. I said, I don't mean this by any, any disrespect. But I guarantee you there's more Google searches right now about Kevin Na than there is the United States Women's Open. And he was like, I bet you're I bet there's not. And I literally went to Google Trends and did a comparison. And it's it's I, it's on Twitter. It's like it's not yeah. even close. It's it's and this was not even just over this past like weekend. This was over like a year's time. Yeah. It's like Kevin Na's way up here, and then US Women's United States Women's Open is a flat line. I mean, yeah. it's a huge story. Kevin, um, do, I mean, he does kind of move the needle ever since he started doing this little walk-in putts and uh, back whenever he got the yips. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. he's an entertaining guy. He's an entertaining guy. Um, so I, I definitely had that 17 on a hole or whatever it was. Yeah, that he had. yeah, like TPT San Antonio or something like that. He had a 14. Um, That's not great. He's been – he's a good family man. Um, he's been – caught on camera arguing with his caddy before, like you said, the walk-ins. It's not like people don't know who he is. And the fact that you dropped knowledge on this guy and and posted the trends, it, it was like, so there. And they you you noticed you didn't hear back from him too, by the way, when you right. when you did that. Yeah. Uh, once you once you uh put knowledge on somebody. So I I'm I, as I'm telling you, it's the golf version of woke. Everybody is we're playing this pretend we don't think it's a yes. big deal. If we if we pretend it's not a big deal, then it'll just go away. Maybe if that's if that's kind of the strategy, I don't know. But and see, that's you know the stat came out: 125 million for for DJ Tiger's only made wow. 121 in in his you know in his career, you know, and everybody's like so he's going to make in one season more than Tiger's made in his entire career. It's incredible. And I'm and like, now, that's, but I mean, yeah, that's, that could that's be just the- purse money. That's not you know that's not the rest of the money. Like they. He's making more money, one twenty-five. He's making more money than Tiger made in purse money. Like yes, when they did exactly. that statistic, I was kind of like, "Well, that's not a fair statistic because this one twenty-five is basically a sponsorship that they're guaranteeing him to come over and play." Like, but still, but still, like, I mean, it's just t- like Tiger signing a five hundred million dollar contract with Nike. It's like if you're going to compare it to sponsorships, then do Tiger sponsorships too. Yeah. Don't say, "Oh, he's made more than Tiger made career earnings." I still think it's a relative. I mean. It, yes and no because that's getting he's getting paid by the tour. You know right. what I'm saying? Like that the, yeah. the 121 is what Tiger's made from from the PGA Tour. The 125 is what DJ's going to start off with making yeah. from 
the live tour. So it's sort of, it's sort of a relevant comparison. Um, yeah, it, it, it's crazy. The, the money's like money's going crazy. But uh, one guy on Twitter who is just – he is not a Kevin Off fan, and he had another bad, bad exchange. Grayson Murray cannot get over this Kevin Off. Oh, Nadia. my gosh. And it is – Rent-free. Uh, it's it's awful. It's I, I'm embarrassed for Grayson Murray. Like, I, I literally am. It's it, it, it does not – it can't – it's hard to even get worse than – than some of the stuff that he's saying, but you know, the, the announcement comes out and Grayson Murray says, like I said, on the range in Mexico. So I guess, you know, he's trying uh, to say he was, here we go. Yeah. He bowed he, up on him in Mexico. Yeah, he bowed up on Kevin. Nah, who's like five foot two. Like yeah. I said, on the range in Mexico, you won't be missed. Kevin. Nah, PGA tour. Our rounds just got 20 minutes faster. Okay. So we just improved a minute, a hole. Wow. We just spent just about a minute a hole. We just got that much faster. That that he's a, was he's a pro golfer, so I didn't want to talk too much trash to him. But I really wanted to be like, why don't you try making a couple of Saturdays and Sundays, and you'll actually get to see how long a, a, an actual tournament lasts. Yeah, that's those rounds. You're you know the reasons your rounds are so long, Grayson. They're much quicker on the weekend when there's not that many guys. It's so much quicker you'll, when the you'll, field's cut in half. Yeah, when the field's <laughs> cut in half, it's so much quicker. Those Thursdays and Fridays, I bet they can be frustrating when there's 180 people out there. But when there's only 70 on the weekend, they go so much faster. Maybe you'll get to experience that one day. Uh, and I just responded that the only reason anybody knows who you are is because of Kevin Na. Like, I didn't even know who you were for three until three weeks ago until Kevin Na. Like, if you Google a picture of Grayson Murray, Kevin Na comes up. Like, I, it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So he got absolutely lamb blasted over that. And um, he comes back a little bit later, which is the most, which is an even more pathetic response. Um, and he says, I'm going to read this because this is really funny on, on t- for two reasons. He says, I don't want to be a bully. I apologize to Kevin. Nah, I'd be doing the exact same thing if I were him. Also for anyone who says I suck at golf, you're wrong. <laughs> Uh, okay two things number one i don't want to be a bully well it's too late you've already done that you confronted him on the range the shorter guy and you, you basically confronted a small guy on the range and tried to intimidate him uh, <laughs> over you know you just not being very good on the pga relative to other pga tour golfers yes and then he says i'd be doing the exact same thing if i were him well then, why the hell are you chapping? Why, like, what are you yapping at? Like, what's going on? Like, what, his agent he, probably called him and said, "Hey, they may invite you. You need to shut the hell up. That'll be a big payday for us." <laughs> exactly, because you sure you can't. You don't get much paid after. I mean, you got to no. wait. You got to play on Sunday to get paid. So yeah, missing missing cuts don't get you paid on the PGA Tour. That's for sure. But yeah, like what a what a bad look. So you, you you're you're janking on him about the live tour and and playing slow and peace out. Well, we won't miss you. And then you're like. I'm sorry. I'd do the exact same thing if I were you. Like, yeah, somebody got after him. I feel like somebody got after him and said you need to chill out or, or, or something. He'll um, end up taking that tweet down because now the PGA Tour will reach out to him and be like, you need to take that down, saying that you were gonna, if you were him, you'd do the exact same thing. Yeah, I hope he gets suspended for it. what? What if that that would be funny? <laughs> I mean, he's been he serving gets suspended for the rest of the Thursdays and Fridays. He's the- <laughs> been suspended. Yeah, exactly. He's been suspending himself for quite a while, and now he's going to serve an actual suspension. So I love how he threw there at the end. Everybody that says I'm not good at golf, you're wrong. No, Bob, your record <laughs> proves that you're not very good. Okay, like, well- don't get me wrong. I understand you're a pro golfer, but it's like I told somebody we were having this argument about making fun of golf because they were like, I've heard you guys make fun of golfers, and you know they're better than you. I said, I understand that. 
but that's their job. That's their profession. And when they're not good at their profession, I'm going to rail on them about it. Just like if I'm not good at my profession, when I'm on the radio, people rail on me about it. I don't care. Like that, the goal is not for him to beat me. Like, yeah, I can't break the, 80 not, right now. Yeah, that's like not the goal. That's not the goal. Exactly. His goal is to, is to play on Saturday. And his, he sucks at the competition and the level he's at. He sucks at doing it. I'm yeah. sorry. And he exactly. goes, well, I could beat you. Well, that's not what we're talking about right now. We're talking about your current job. Well, by God, get, I hope so. When you get fired off of that tour and you don't make it anymore and you come back and play me, then I'll say, you know what? You're a pretty good golfer for a guy playing out here at RTJ. I get it. But, yeah. you know. Yeah, like, that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> that's not what we're talking about. We're talking oh, about you playing on Saturdays and Sundays and you're not doing it. You want me to tell you something, Ben, that would make Grayson Murray a better player? Probably don't you say, don't you say, say Swanee's because if you've seen nope. him, he he is not going to look good in a Swanee shirt. Nope, he's, it's he's much better. Much, he's too much of a dick. <laughs> this could this could even fix Grayson Murray, and that is oh. the Blue Tees range oh. finder, especially the Series Three. They have a mode in it called Scan Mode. I don't know if you've seen this. You pop it into Scan Mode, and it will lock on to like trees, bunkers, tell you where stuff is on to it'll like search for That's pretty cool. essentially search for hazards and, and, and markers to, to shoot at. So uh, really cool. Uh, it's essentially the, it, it does everything that the top of the line, $550 range finders uh, do uh, only much fraction of the price and looks way cooler. You can get a blue and a pink one, jet black. A fraction? What are you talking about? You can get a whole packet of speakers and everything for less than you can buy a Bushnell. Totally, totally. <laughs> and on top of that, you can save 10% by using coupon code DADBOD. Uh, we just got ours in. I played with it. I've already told y'all I got comparison. I got literally side-by-side comparisons. It's not It's not this. It's within one or two yards. It's within 5%. It's dead on with nice. the top of the line rangefinders that we won't call out by name. Uh so like already uh, that. does the does the slope lock on, buzz and lock on, everything. Uh blueteesgolf.com. Check magnets them out. in it, so you can just hang it on the side of your cart. Magnets, magnets in it. built in. You don't even yep. got to get the stupid little wrap thing. It's it's built in. Uh blue tees. And then get go ahead and get that. Um uh send this to your wife for Father's Day package. I mean I think they yeah. got like a Father's Day package thing going they on. Do. Uh, check them out. Use Their Memorial Day package carried over. They're still running it right now, and then they got the Father's Day package coming up too. So they it said on the mega side. savings, yep. mega savings on blue tees. Check them out. Where rangefinders start. You got to enter the coupon code though. Coupon code DadBod. Have to to get ten percent off. That easy. All right, moving on. Still going to talk a little bit about the Live Tour. And, and you're right. That um, would help Grayson. Probably that probably would help. The scan mode would be big for Grayson. I feel like uh, the scan mode would be big. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we, had conversa- <laughs> we had a conversation. We had a conversation. We had a conversation about the live tour on Friday, and one of the things Nate brought up, which I thought was a really good point. There, there. What is the catch? There's a catch here somewhere. Yes. that we don't know um, because the money just seems too good to be true. You guys, uh, the money's just astronomical. What is the catch? Why are people not running over there? And Ben, I think you you hit a you. The moral dilemma is big, even though it's a faux moral dilemma. It is still big. Uh, You got sponsorships on the line, things like that. But little things, media packages and and, and stuff like that are starting to leak out a little bit about what's going to be required from these players. And, you know, maybe this is sort of – maybe this is, you know, answer some of those questions. So I was just going to read some of these, and we can talk about them. Let me know what you think about it, Ben. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll we'll just kind of go from there. So, like, the first thing that that – is being said is that all the players will have 
to download a special app on their phone. Uh, and on that app, you will have to have your notifications on. It will notify you when you're, when it's, when it's event time, when the mm-hmm. event is scheduled, practice rounds, all that, it'll not- notify you who you have to go talk to, when you have to be there, where you have to be. Like, it's going to be essentially like, there's going to be somebody pinging you at all, all the time telling you, you got to go shake this guy's hand. You got to go talk to this person. You got to do this. You got to do that. So that's number one. So you know, that is something that the PGA Tour, had. there's nothing even remotely like that with the PGA Tour. It's sort of, you know, come and go as you please. And they do do a lot of stuff for fans and stuff like that. But yeah, uh, the, even the uh, like the, this weekend, uh, I noticed at the end that Workday was one of the sponsors of um, Jack's tournament this weekend. Yeah, that CEO didn't get to meet him. He basically got to meet Billy Horschel at the end. That was it. Yeah. And it was a handshake. Um, Good job, hey, yeah, thanks for playing in the tournament that I just gave millions to. I don't. I think it's going to be a little different with this. Uh, I think these guys are like you said. App's going to be going to be sending them notifications. It's like, hey, so and so with this and this would like you to have lunch with them tomorrow, and you're going to be having to go and have lunch with them tomorrow. Exactly, like that's part of your contract. Exactly, ninety minute interviews which in in other words like after a round you could only have an interview for five minutes but you have to commit to at least 90 minutes regardless if there's 90 minutes of worth of questions maybe it's only 15 minutes Mm -hmm. something crazy happens you could be there for 90 minutes you have no choice that's that's one thing that you have to do 90 minute interviews um which that seems that's a long time man insanely excessive i mean we do this show even the masters that they do they're uh they're one of the few their press conferences or individual press conferences and you know they let the one of the members ask questions for the for yeah. the PGA tour player and then they open it up to the media that's still only like 15 20 minutes and it seems like it lasts forever like yeah. some of the one cuz you you watch some of them and you're like I don't care what Grayson, well, he wouldn't be in the field. That's probably a bad choice. Words, uh, you you don't care what uh, you don't care what ABC player has to say for twenty minutes. Let's move on. Let's get Phil up there. Let's get Tiger up there. Let's get DJ up. That kind of thing. So, um, I, I'm curious. I, I'm kind of curious on the ninety minutes. That's got to be a request for media already overseas that it said we'd really like more time with these players, and so that's why they did that. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that's that's got you know a, a lot to do with it. A lot yeah. to do with it, but. But yeah, so uh, that's that's one. Um, here's another. Um, I, and I saw a little bit of chatter of this on Twitter, but one of the things, and I think this is actually a cool thing, but I could also see how it could be miserable for a pro, is that fans can purchase tickets to be in your locker room, team locker room, um, which you know there's, this is gonna be a team thing. So fans can per- purchase tickets to be in the mm-hmm. team locker room when they're you know getting ready, doing whatever they're gonna do. And walk inside the ropes with the players, which I think is awesome. But just imagine any douchebag that wants to spend three, four, five grand to walk beside you has the ability to just sit there and just. I mean, I can. I, I mean, I, I got a sneaky suspicion that's gonna. It's gonna be people though that have a little bit of sophistication. I think the price of those tickets is gonna be pretty damn high. Oh yeah, and the travel. I mean, but like Pumpkin Ridge when they come to America, I mean, yeah, there could be. I mean. That's up in, uh, I think that's up in Oregon. I mean, hey, there's some Jimmy weirdos. Rain wants to go sell some Yellowwood to <laughs> DJ out there on the course. That's the place to do it. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but I could see where that could be sort of distra- a distraction and an yeah. aggravation 
to uh, some pros. So all the contracts, every single contract, all, all these 48 guys will sign are for all eight events. So we, we, were, we were questioning about that. Is this, do you have to play all eight? What, you got to play all eight, okay? And, and then on top of that, uh, all eight events plus any added by the live tour, uh, and there could be an addition that could be like two to three Asian tour events. So like hmm. you're talking, you're signing on, you're guaranteed, you're, you're contractually like the, the PGA tour. I think you have to have like a minimum number of starts out of however 50 tournaments or how are 48, however many tournaments they have over the years, over the year. Um, you only have to commit to a certain amount. You got to be at all, every single one of them. And then if they just randomly add some, you're, you you got to go to those two. So not a lot of freedom there. Um, most of the contracts are at least two years, some three mm. years. So you're in and you're in. Like still, man, that's only 16 tournaments. Like that's the thing is when people are giving these guys grief and they're like, well, you, you're not going to get to play some of the venues that you're getting. It's like, it doesn't matter. Like from a financial standpoint and from a job standpoint, they're going to get to do less work for a hell of a lot more money. Oh yeah. And I understand that, like we were talking about, that may get a little old, some rich guy following you around or, you know, especially if they're not a huge golfer, they're just a huge fan and they may be talking or something when they don't need to be talking or asking you questions while you're trying to talk with your caddy. I could see where that would get a little old, but still, you've only got to endure it for eight times this year. Well, minimum, maybe 10 if they add a couple of events, but eight times this year and another eight times next year. That's it. And then the, the good thing, and I'm looking at the schedule and like I'm trying to see how it could be like – there's no real schedule conflicts like at all. Like, let's just really talk about this. Okay. The first mm-hmm. event is next weekend. Okay. The tournament that's next weekend is Do we have television coverage on that. Yet? Is the Canadian Open. Yeah. That RBC I, Open. Yes. They're okay. opening up the same weekend that DJ, that's why they dropped him. <laughs> Even now, they- that could be tough. That could be tough. So DJ's going to have to go. DJ, if 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 the USGA and we're talking to talk about that too, if the USGA rules that it's okay for him to play in it, he's going to have to go to London in the very next week, turn around and come to back to Massachusetts. So that's a big turnaround. Yeah, that's that's probably the biggest turnaround that I've seen, where there there really could be an issue. Then you got the Open. All right, the Open is uh, July. Um, the U.S. Open or the Open is July 14th through 17th. Okay. The closest tournament uh, after that, you got the Pumpkin Ridge is July uh, 1st through the 3rd, um, which that tournament, is, there's not even a tournament. There's not even a PGA tournament that weekend mm-hmm. or that, that, that time frame. Uh, and then the next one's the end two weeks after the, the, the Open. So you got the one at Trump National Golf Club in New Jersey. That's at the end of July. So, like, there's no real scheduling conflict there. Um, the next tournament is not until September after the tour championship, like Mm -hmm. the rest of them are September, September, and then three in October. It could not be more innocuous. Like it could not be more like no conflict with the PGA. Right. That, that, I mean, they literally are, they're not trying to replace the PGA tour. They're just trying to add to, or, or give, you know, they say grow the game, whatever, uh, argue that however you wish, but. Uh, there's really not a whole lot of, um, you know, for them to uh, require them to play in these events. It's not really a big schedule conflict to take away from PGA Tour events. Like that was one of the conversations we had too. Right. Um, so word on the uh, word on the street is that there's about seven to ten other guys 
that are just sitting here waiting on what the USGA decides because there is some talk that the USGA could side with the PGA Tour, but it would be something that would open themselves up to like lawsuits, things like that, because by rule, it's an open. By rule, it's an open. So if Kevin Na is not associated with the PGA Tour, if Dustin Johnson is not associated with the PGA Tour and he's caught and, and he is in by qualification, the USGA is more than likely going to let him play. Because not only that, it's going to be huge ratings. Like that would be oh, gigantic. yeah, they're not going to turn the money down, especially if Dustin Johnson or or Kevin Na end up winning the first yeah. tournament in London and then they come play in the U.S. Open. Um, there's going to be questions. I mean, it's just ticket sales. Everything would be would just be that much bigger. I think they're gonna they're gonna um, side with it. And there's a seven to ten guys, and they say they're pretty high profile that are sort of waiting to see what the USGA will say, how they will rule, and once that happens, boom, they're going to flip the switch and and they're going to go over there. So I still say that there's a side of this that we don't know about that even the PGA Tour hasn't thought about, that I still think, even though everybody calls him dumb, I think DJ and his connections with the Gretzky family and even the people that represent him have figured out some sort of loophole that he ain't going away because he hasn't turned in his resignation yet. And with him being the first one that jumped, I just I feel like they've got something where they're like, there's no way they can do this. And if they do, we're going to sue the ever-living pants off of them. Yeah. And they'll and they're gonna, probably going to win. I mean, they'll they'll and that'll just continue to open open the floodgates. Oh yeah, I, that yeah they don't want to go down that road because if, if if they do it and they win, then every tour player is going to do it. And this all could have been solved, Kyle. You know, I heard um, an interview with Pat Perez, and I think I'd mentioned this on the pod before. He had talked about, and this was before they even announced the details of the Live Tour. Yeah, um, and he had talked about a guarantee. You know, yeah, the PGA, the PGA Tour could have avoided this just by making sure that guys don't lose money when they don't make the cut. Yeah. And he's like, and it's not that much money. Like with the money that they're making, like if you will just give the entire field anywhere 50 grand from, or something like that. Yeah. He even well, he even said he said that if you give every tour player that plays in the tournament fifteen thousand dollars, and he even went on to say he said, and if you make the cut, you don't get the money. It goes to the guys that didn't make the cut. Because you're yeah. guaranteed money, you know, yeah. or or he said subtract it from the purse total if you make the cut. Right, like, right. Like whatever it may be, so that way you don't just go broke doing it, which they're not. But they they so have are. done this to themselves. the The PGA Tour has done this to themselves by guys jumping ship. And I mean, we've talked about it. We've we've talked about it with other podcasters and and other guests that we've had on the show where their PGA Tour app they can't get the app right. And now this live tour, this is the whole way they're functioning is through the damn app. Oh, like yeah. They're going to be sending, like their players are going to be functioning through. Can you imagine if a player had to follow the PGA tour app to get all the information they needed? Be a disaster. <laughs> be an absolute disaster. You get, you would get push pin, you get notifications like an hour before your t- after your tea time was supposed to go off. Like you've, You'd be late every single time. Nate got the notification of the winner while we were doing a podcast one night talking about the winner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the cr- craziest thing. And then this is the biggest thing that I think this will be the biggest obstacle that I think a lot of people, a lot of players are going to uh, – this is going to keep a lot of players from going over there. So, like, the guys 
that uh, aren't quite there yet, but mm-hmm. they're still good players. You know, maybe they're, you know, in the top 200, like between 100 to 200, and they're climbing. No world ranking points. No. Yet for any of these. So uh, if you're banking on, you know, your world ranking getting you into majors mm-hmm. uh, and things like that, uh, if you go over here, you're not going to gain any more world ranking points. So you either have to have your exemptions from winning, winning other majors, uh, or be so high that you can afford to like have a couple of years and, and then just maybe play well in those majors, right? To build up your your world ranking points, but you get no world ranking points, and those are very, 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 very important, especially when it comes to you know priority when it comes to majors. So we, we mentioned this in the last pod too. One thing that is going to really hurt the PGA Tour, and we. I, you and I had the discussion. It was when it was just me and you. I forgot which one. It was the last one or the one before. I think it was the one before that where we were talking about uh, amateurs and keeping that amateur status and whether – because I, I posed the question to you. Yeah, it was the would you rather win that. I said, would you rather, you know, win a national title with your college or win an amateur championship? Yeah. Well, I think it's Piat is how you say his name. May it's, may it's Piat. P- whatever. Yeah. Is Piat? He gone. He is gone. And you know why? <laughs> it gave him seven million reasons to go. Yep. He's going to be guaranteed seven million bucks to go, and he could play. Kyle, he could play for ten years and not make seven million dollars. He could play ten years and be retired, like be selling. Um, yes. Uh, what are the what were uh, those vacuum cleaners you used to go door to door? What were those called? <laughs> Hoover's. Right. Hoover. Or what, he could be selling. Uh, he could be selling those uh, in ten years. Like, go. He could go play. And it's three, it's a, it's a two to three year contract. So you're going to make 7 million and then you're going to make, I think it was like $250,000 per start is what I saw the top amateurs were making. So do the math. That's $2 million minimum a year for playing, Mm -hmm. not counting your bonus, signing on. And then the winnings though, we're not even, we haven't even got there yet. They're throwing, they're throwing out just gigantic money purses uh, in these things. So for eight events too, that's eight it. Freaking events. Yes. Uh, I mean, as P. I said, seven, seven million. I mean, you're talking like you just said, he could play for 10 years, not make 7 million playing. I mean, 35 events a year and not make that kind of money. And now he's going to play eight and he's made that money before he even hits the first ball. And he's really young. He's really yes. young. Like what? He's 22. Yeah, he just finished college. So he's like 22. I think he's 22. I think that's what it said in the article. I think it so said he was more than likely by the time he's 30, this live tour is going to be out of business and <laughs> he'll still be able to probably go back and apply and play on the PGA tour. I mean, it is a, it is a gamble. It is a gamble that you may never get to play on the PGA tour. Um, but I mean, ultimately what's more, I mean, I guess what, what's more what important I love about is, his status. Here's the article. Here's here it is too. I love that. I love the headline. James Piat just turned pro uh, and has the 2021 U.S. Amateur Champ already jeopardized his – has he jeopardized his career by signing with Live Golf? No. There are golfers in their career that don't make $7 million. Like, he's this guy's – he's fixing to make 10-plus minimum – this is minimum 10-plus million dollars for eight of it. No, he hasn't jeopardized his career. You know what he did? He just made a career in eight starts. He just had – yeah, he just had somebody's career in eight starts. Yeah. I mean, that's now, a, a stupid headline. 
Well, the only thing – it's a misleading headline. The only thing yeah. he's jeopardized is possibly playing on the PGA Tour one day, which right. is a big deal. That is a huge deal. That, that, that could not ever happen. But at the same time, like, he's not guaranteed to ever even be there. No. He's not guaranteed to ever even get there. Like, he still has to start off at the Corn Ferry Tour uh, just like everybody else uh, mm-hmm. and work your way, work your way up. So, um, there's no guarantee that he's actually going to be there. He would get to play – um, now, how does that going to work out? Do you think he gets, he's not a pizza? He gets to play. He gets to play because, just like with Kevin Na, he is not suspended because he is not a USD. He's not. But a, the Masters can do whatever they want. Yeah, they may decide not to. But he'll still um, be an amateur champion. He'll still get the British and the US Open. He That's still gets those. So he should he, get those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I don't know, man. Uh, it, it's it, it's crazy. It's crazy money. Um, I think it's a big story. It's going to be a big story until it's until the live tour doesn't exist anymore, and it's going to get even bigger after this coming up weekend. And the the er, I think the early word I'm hearing is the the TV deal is actually going to be live streamed through YouTube. So okay, I think YouTube is going to be the big platform that you're going to be able to watch it uh, watch it through right now um, until. Probably that once they see how it goes, when it comes to America, the the next event um, at Pumpkin Ridge, um, probably going to get a TV deal. Probably going to get a um, TV deal for that one. I would imagine uh, it's probably on, it'll probably be on like Lifetime though, because I mean the TNTs and TBSs aren't going to want to ruin their. You know they got the PGA Championship and then uh, and the British Open. And then ESPN's got their deal with the PGA, so it probably won't be on your regular channels. What but somebody Fox? will pick it up. Fox. Yeah. Well, Fox got the what they it, get. It's rotating the USO. Oh, I mean, they don't get it all the time. Routine. Like they yeah. and they sort of get kind of poo-pooed on when they do a golf event. <laughs> so you know what they may say? They may say, screw it. Yeah. We're gonna go get this one and uh see what happens. But I don't know. It'll be it'll be interesting to see um how this whole thing plays out. But uh live tour, it is a story. I don't care how much you want to act like it's not, it definitely it definitely is a story. No, as a matter of fact, just to just to prove, just to just to put forth the the point that Kyle made earlier, when he said when I went to Google live tour schedule while he was running through the the um, events and the times, I'm not kidding you when I say in the search bar Kevin Na's picture popped up. So when people say that it's not a story, I'm like I literally Googled live tour and it was Kevin Na's picture that popped up. Yeah, exactly. Like, it it was worth talking about this weekend. It is a big deal. I'm sorry, those of you, and we're going to keep talking about it too. So like, yeah, it, it, it's it's interesting. It's golf stuff. Uh, we're we're definitely going to talk about it. And then another thing we're going to talk about is Swannies.co. Um, guys, uh, you got to go check them out. They're starting to add new styles. Uh, almost what seemingly almost weekly. Um, so uh, a lot of new polos, hats, shorts, everything you can dream of. And the new styles, the second half of this, this year's styles are about to drop. It's supposed to be a whole lot of new shorts, uh, maybe some more joggers, things like that. Um, those guys are awesome. Use coupon code DABODGOLFPOD-25. dash If you missed out this weekend, they had a huge blowout. Like They did. Mystery box sale. Um, heck, email them. Give them a chance. You may, you may be able to still get one of those. <laughs> may still have some left over. Um, Big time savings. Those guys are, are they're, they're they're growing and they're ready to move some move some move some stuff. So uh, use coupon code DABOGOLFA-25, take 25% off literally every order that you could, you could ever it. imagine. You could even use it on the sale category. Go you pillage. Can. Yes. Go pillage the sale category or go get some of the new stuff. Uh it's it's really cool. I got my eyes on a few polos that 
uh, um, that I really, really got to get um, for the summer tournament series that, uh, <laughs> that we're going to have coming up. So uh, check those guys out, swannings.co. Um, moving on, we did have some PGA Tour golf this weekend. Billy Horschel wins the Memorial, sort of going away, um, kind of kind of took it oh, over. It was, yeah. And uh, he looked different to me this week. He looked almost like super likable. Like he likes there's something mm-hmm. there's something different about him. Like he, the the way he plays, his pre shot routine, his putting thing is still sort of sort of bugging me. But he carried himself <laughs> in a way he carried himself in a way to me that was different. I guess yeah. I, I couldn't really put my finger on it. Like one time, like he ripped the drive and then picked up his tee uh, before the shot tracer like had gotten over him. Thought that was kind of cool late in the yeah. late late in the round on Sunday uh great he's an unbelievable putter like um forget about the 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 crazy thing he does um, oh the eagle that he poured in to to basically seal the championship because i mean you got to think you know some of the guys are thinking they're within striking distance if he runs a wheel off and he makes a bomb from about bomb. 70 feet and uh and and raises him he also you're talking about him being likable he didn't do anything there was no angry billy this weekend no no, there wasn't, and maybe and, it's because he's playing good. I don't know. I mean, it that, that happens, but yeah, he was it, it, he was fun to watch this weekend. He yeah, was fun to watch. Uh, I took some of the things, you know, I might gonna look some of the things he did. I might try like the the pre shot routine and in the, the, the positions he gets into, and maybe something to maybe something to look at. But he's uh he's growing on me. His dad has a sweet freaking beard mustache thing going on. I got a whole lot of respect, more respect when I saw dad. Yeah. I was like, okay, that guy can hang out with me in Red Level, Alabama, anytime I anytime I want. He might like be that. from Red Level. <laughs> Either that or his his dad looked a lot like the uh, the dad from like West Coast Choppers or that Orange County Choppers or whatever it is. It kind of had like that this, kind of yeah, but it was like the skinny version of it, like the, he was, the he not was, roided version. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, I, I did find it interesting, uh, and I and I knew his wife has dealt with uh, some alcohol problems. Um, Horschel's been pretty open about that, about her addiction. Yeah. Um, that his interviews that he's done about it, it's really sad. That's that's another reason that I don't like. I don't just hate him because he's dealt with. I didn't realize how much he dealt with off the course. Um, but this is the first time his wife and family has been present for him to win anything. Oh wow! Yeah, they said that after this is the first win, and I thought it was hilarious because you know you don't really mention alcohol around her because I mean that. So when the kids came out on the green, one of the kids said, "Can we go get ice cream since you won?" And he was like, "We definitely can do that." So I think that's where they're headed was to go get ice cream. That's awesome. <laughs> that's cool. Won. That's yeah. cool. Any, any any Family Guy stuff? I'm a big fan of that. Yeah. So um, I'll, I'll give him that. He. He looked – you got to see the softer side of him with his family there today on 18 with him accepting the win and meeting Jack. And uh, I did think it was hilarious, Jack introducing himself to Billy's wife. And I, I find it funny when people like Jack and Tiger and people like when they stick their hand out, they're like, hey, I'm Jack Nicholas. I'm like, yeah, I, I got that, bub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, knew that. Knew that. You just you can just say, "Hey, nice to meet you." Like we got who you are. We know it's your tournament. We know we know who you are. So, but then when he reached down and um, like said, "Hey, to the kids, Jack," because he's he's I mean he's got that children's hospital down there. I mean he's all about stuff like that. So uh, good for a family guy like that to win. And as you said, we could come around on Billy a little bit. He showed his softer side. Uh, he is a guy that I've said numerous times. I do hate that he's not been in President Cups and Ryder Cups. I would love. He's a great match play guy. 
He seems intense. He's intense. He's, He'd be I good. Think, I think he'd be a guy in the locker room too that would be like no horsing around. Like I think he's oh. <laughs> he's pretty focused. There's a little pun there based off his last act, maybe off his last name. <laughs> Can we talk about the bulldog? Do we need to talk about the bulldog or um Oh, they wanted him. You went back and forth with somebody on Twitter too that was I, and I, she was really pulling for him. Uh, yeah. And, and <laughs> it's she, had, she, she had she had a bad she had a she bad, had a bad weekend. Twitter weekend. Yes, yeah. she did. Uh, um, I like her though. I'm a fan of I'm I'm a fan of uh Oh, I am too. But the, uh, they everybody wants Cam Smith to be great. And don't get me I wrong. Know. We like Cam Smith. That cuz somebody said that they heard the pod and like one of my buddies texted me he goes you guys just hate Cam Smith. I was like, no, I actually love, I would love to have a beer with him. Like, I like Cam Smith. I think, and Kyle thinks, Nate's kind of been neutral on this, that everybody overhypes Cam Smith. Yes, big time. Like, he's a good player. I give him that. He's one tournament. Fun to watch. Yes. He's a great putter. Unbelievable he's, putter. Yes. He gets out of trash because he's in trash all the time. He makes miraculous recovery shots. Saves par from out of anywhere. But at the end of the day, he's he's not the number one golfer in on the tour right now. Like, right. but they and, want him to be. And, and they can't, my this is my only thing. I love Cam Smith. Okay, I'm a, I, I do like Cam Smith. If he were to win every single tournament for the rest of my life, I'd be I'd be happy with that. Yeah, we'd be fine with that. But like, we get this. He he's sort of been built as this like, and and it's just because like he doesn't show emotion or like he doesn't really act like he even cares to be there. He gets built up as this like unflappable, um, can't phase him type guy, and then like literally after they say that stuff, that he's phased. Like, I mean, he was on the tee box uh, starting off uh, the tee, tee today, and uh, or was it yesterday? I think it was today. Was it today? He shot off bogey, bogey, or was that yesterday? Yes, it was today. He started off. I know he started off bogey today because he hit it in the trash over on the left, and I thought, well, here comes another up and down where they're just going to just be all over him. But he did have a bogey on one today. Yesterday I know, was I don't the know day. If he went, I don't know if he went bogey bogey, but he went bogey. Yesterday was the day he started off, and I think he was tied for the lead. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yesterday he was pretty much tied for the lead. Uh, this was Saturday, and he gets on the tee, and this, and, and literally they're just like gagging over, like, yeah, oh, he can't. You mean this guy just loves the moment. You can't phase him. Blah 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 blah. Starts off bogey bogey, shoots even par, <laughs> sort of out of it. And then he shoots um, seventy seven today. Shoots five over today. I mean, he's still top 15, 42 on the front, smooth 42 on the front. Like, that's not anything. Rory to, shot a smooth 41 on the front. That's see, not, he sh- see, he showed up again. Yeah, go figure. <laughs> go figure. But, um, yeah, I, 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 I'm, I hope he ends up winning. But people, No, we, the, we, we love him. But the, he's Australian, so he's never going to be a Ryder Cup guy. Because it's media is making me the media is making me not like him. And I don't. Yeah, like the it. media exactly. And I want to, and it's been it's pissing me off. So I mean, because we've talked about it. I mean, how cool he's the cool guy. Like, and they want him to be like a great guy. And I don't think he wants to be like number one. Like we were talking about when he missed a cut, he went fishing during the tournament, like during, out there yeah. on the dock, you know, drinking beer and fishing while the rest of the guys were playing golf after he missed a cut. Like we like those guys. Those are dad bod guys. They're, we gotta stop the we gotta we stop gotta, the, hyper, yeah, the we, hyperbole. Like let's just we gotta we gotta stop with the making a guy that's a top twenty player, a top five player, a top three player because that's yeah. what they all think he is. And I think even if you ask him, I think he would say, "No, I'm not that." I think he would even tell you that. 
Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, it was a good tournament. Always is. Um, it was a tough. I, it was more impressive that Billy won today and held on. Uh, Kyle, I don't know if you knew this. I watched most. Of, I watched all of it today. Yeah, the greens and, and they threw out one of the stats that they had already had uh, either four or six players shooting the eighties today, and yeah. then a bunch of other high seventies guys. Like the course was playing tough today. The, uh, the entire front yeah. nine was in the wind today. Uh, so I put it this way, one of the par threes, they hit nine irons on yesterday. They were hitting fives and fours today. Um, in the rock the, hard greens. Yes. And, and, Jack, yeah, and, and Jack was like giggly in the stand or yes. just giggly in the box whenever he would see like a beautiful high seven iron hit, you know, five feet from the pin, bounce and roll off the back of the green. Like it yes. just made him like happy inside, which is just borderline psychotic to me. But <laughs> But yeah, you remember last year, you remember last year they were like digging up the holes as they were finishing a hole. Remember that yes. they were like digging up the greens as they finished a green. The last group, they would be digging up the green. Yeah. Uh, got them all ready. They were firm. They were fast. Um, said they were rolling like 13s, which is just, I mean, that's, that's Augusta style. That's Augusta. Yesterday speed. was the anniversary of John Rahm having to leave the uh, yeah. tournament from uh, COVID. Uh, Saturday was that was um, when he was going to go into the final round with a friggin' nine shot lead and had to leave the tournament. Um, was that what day was that he shanked one off the whole course? Was that Saturday? That was uh, it could have been Thursday because I think I saw it on social media Friday or it may have been Friday morning. He may have oh been yeah it had to be time. it had to be number eleven where he doubled uh, a par five. It had to be yeah. yep yep yep. Cause I see a penalty shot. Yeah. He had, you got to Google that John Rom shank. He had a bad one. It was a like rocket. Like it actually got like, it was not like on the ground. It got up in the air shank. Like it went 200 yards at least. So, wow. It was a good one. It was a good one, but he still battled and finished with the top 10. So um, yeah, he's not going anywhere. Uh, <laughs> cool to see Aaron wise. Um, yes. Cool to see him coming second. Um, he's, you know, he's been back and forth. Uh, you know, great collegiate golfer. Came in with a lot of mm-hmm. promise and sort of just kind of been a, you know, just average. Um, so, he's starting to play good. He does a really cool drill mm-hmm. uh, that he puts the 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 um, alignment stick in his belt loops. Did you see that? He's got a lot going on. on I've seen drill. I've seen that, I've, but I've seen that on social before. Like when I saw him doing that, I thought, you know, maybe I should try doing that. It seems like the guys that do it, it seems to work. Yeah. It teaches I, them to do something. I don't know what they're, it's teaching them to do, but it teaches yeah, them to do something. I would break clubs, <laughs> wrists, everything, trying to do it. But um, I'm, I'm doing this thing right now. You know, I'm doing the the alignment stick on the end of the club, like where it's really long and behind you. So it, you practice turning, like make sure you like turn around the ball. You know what I'm talking about? I do. Yeah. So, but if you like, if I pull up my shirt and show you like the side of my side of like my side, there's like bruises all up my ribs where I'm just like whip. I'm I'm still. What are you doing? To, I'm still trying to flip my hands. I'm just whipping that stick. You're like ten cup. You got the stuff hanging off your hat. I know. What are you I'm working doing? on? I'm working on. Just it, hit it, man. Just go on. hit it. I'm working on. It. I can't when I I got I got to fix I got to fix it so when I do go to hit it, good things happen. Instead I find of bad it, I find it hilarious the way we treat our games. Oh, I know. I grind <laughs> like I'm going to go play in the Masters. But <laughs> that was somebody said us. Well, well, I'll just mention this scenario briefly. It was talking about you know hit basically. Uh, would you rather like you know take take breakfast balls or you get no uh range balls or whatever and both both nate and i were like range balls what is that 
Yeah. Like, I'm a big I literally, guy. Like, like, I literally, the only time I have been on the range in 2022, Kyle made me go. Like, that's the only time I've been out there. I'm not going to go on my own. Oh, man, people I that go, dry range. People are like, oh, you can buy a range pass. I'm like, why in the hell would I do that? I am not. <laughs> no I love the range. I love the range. So therapeutic. <laughs> Especially if you only got like an hour and just go just bang some balls. Love it. All right, last thing. Obviously, uh, there was a the women's major, the women yep. uh, United States Women's Open was this week. Uh, Minji Lee pretty like much won. You, you did the whole thing, United States. It's not the U.S. Women's Open. It's the United States Women's United Open. States Women's Open. Sorry, that U.S. It's hard to say U.S. Women's. I mean, you just got. I, I don't know. I just got. It's easier to say that way because there's a lot of words that you got to get in. Uh, and Minji Lee uh, pretty much went wire to wire and kind of ran away yeah. with it. There was a lot, very anticlimactic, but big stage uh, on the big channels, uh, four rounds, and awesome golf course, Pine Needles. Uh, very historic for the United States United States Women's Open. It's yes. been, there, been there several times. A um, uh, lot of history there. It's just cool. You know, Kyle they, wants to go play there. I, after I saw it, the places looked so dope. Like watched us, uh, I think it was Suzanne Peterson, Peterson, or is it, either her or Anna Nordquist put one mm-hmm. like off the green, and it went like she had like a hundred in afterwards. Like she putted one off the green, and just it just rolled forever. Like down because that's those those tight all those greens are turtle backs, and yes, you roll it just a little bit the wrong way, and you're gonna have just an incredibly tough chip shot coming back but 14 up what, what, what did she end up shooting 15 16 uh, under? had it pulled up um 13 under closest to her was uh the american um harry gay who shot nine under so she yeah it was it, it, she had a billy horschel win but she did it in a major championship well she um, was she was i mean she was 15 under at some point in time so like she i mean she must have even dropped back a little bit so she did well she shot even today so she must have dropped one of the previous days in that the round her. no in the round like i think oh, she got okay. to 15 and then must oh have, okay i, mean, I got you but like you're so far ahead i mean yeah, uh, it doesn't. I mean, it didn't really. Didn't really. I I, I told Kyle before we came on, and I'm not going to say the course that we played because uh, I don't. If if we do go up into Tobacco Road and play a few courses, I don't want it to get to them that we that we bashed them. Uh, we had a chance to play Pine Needles, and instead, one of the one of the gentlemen in our group he does a lot of travel sales, and so he wanted to go to this other course because apparently he'd played it quite a bit. And so we went there instead of pine needles. And at that time, I didn't really know how good looking pine needles was. But when we got done, like some of the other guys in the group were like, we should play pine needles. Like we should play pine. And so I looked it up online. I was like, yep, we definitely should have played that place because it still cost us 300 bucks to play the other place. And it wasn't near as nice as pine needles. Let me just say. And again, what we've talked about when you go on resort golf, some of the course was under construction and you still didn't get any kind of discount. Mm. pisses me off i don't like that Not people that. are gonna play top dollar they need to get the top course so I'm um, with you. and so uh but kyle was saying how he wanted to go and play pinehurst and i was like yeah we we need to make that trip we need to do that and 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 play pine needles and play at least number two at at uh at pinehurst and um i'd like to play four four was closed when we were there they were doing some work but that seems to be one of the other popular ones um yeah on the on the course so Nelly Corda, um, Nelly Corda had a top ten, um, yeah. which is which is crazy. Uh, it's crazy because she's coming. Scary. She hasn't played this year. She had surgery. 
She's got hardly any experience this season and still was able to put together a top 10 fin and probably would have been up there around number five or so, uh, but she shot two over today. You want to get controversial and talk about uh, talk about her uh, issue? Okay. You want to? I will. Go ahead. Let's, let's do it. So why she missed golf, Ben? Talk about why she's missed, missed a little bit of golf lately. You know why? For the, no, it was a surgery on her arm. I didn't know what she did to hurt it blood clots oh that's right blood clots and she will not talk about why and where, where they came from but uh people are at people ask her and she just refuses to talk about it but i'm just saying in her, prime, controversial. In her prime she suffered from pretty was. severe blood clots and i think it was either her arms or legs and uh she's had to miss um a substantial amount of time uh came back top 10 finish um that's that's awesome she's she's a star she's a star she you want to know and you want to know why why it's it's just hit me about the blood clot she flies a lot and they suggested because there i have a buddy that is a pilot and that was one of the things that they filed a grievance with their union because you are susceptible to blood clots when you're in the air a lot and Hmm. of course just these pga tour golfers and the lpga tour golfers not to mention all the appearances she goes to. She's in a plane probably twice a week minimum, if not three or four times a week, depending on if she makes appearances somewhere. Yeah. So just saying, I, again, it is controversial, but. I just don't understand why she doesn't athlete. talk about it. Like, just talk about it. It's not a big deal. I mean, it is what yeah. it is. Like, we've made the damn thing in like a year. I mean, let's just be <laughs> let's just be real about it. It, it's, it ain't like we've all done the right thing. So, I mean, just, let's talk about the mistakes that are being pointed out. And yeah. and so, um, but yeah, she's. Uh, I think it's phenomenal that she hasn't played hardly any golf this year. I think didn't she get that surgery done right after they did that? Um, that you know that father son father daughter i think so tournament i think she had done like the next week or something and yeah. so uh she hadn't been back out there and so she was able to to do this so um to finish in a top 10 on, on a women's u.s open um, the, the purses the purses were incredible um so Minji lee won 1.8 million mm-hmm. uh which is wild uh that's a huge purse for a women's tournament and then um a cool story i saw uh i saw monday q info t- retweet or tweet about was uh Mina, I think it's Haragay, uh, who came in second. American golfer yeah. came in second. She won a million dollars, a million and eighty thousand wow. dollars for coming in second. And he said that she was literally borderline on the verge of running out of money and quitting golf. Wow! And came in second. And uh, this, I mean, she's set. I mean, you're mm-hmm. set for multiple years now. Um, so that's huge. I hope that it's something that can be sustainable. I know they want to make. Uh, these big purses like this, uh, a thing for women's golf. I hope the ratings and all that help them justify it and they can keep doing it because uh, I think it's cool. I think some of these some of these stories are great, and um, there's some stars. Uh, there's some budding stars. There's a girl from Sweden, amateur. I think she had the, one of the lowest scores for an amateur in the women's amateur ever. Um, Ingrid Lindblad. Uh, she plays at LSU. Played at LSU, uh, top uh, T11. It's big. She I think. actually had the – she didn't win it, but she had the best score on the final round on Sunday on that Masters thing that they do before the Masters, uh, yeah. the Augusta National uh, Women's Tour thing that they do. Yeah, um, she really golfed her ball that day. She and was she like sixty eight or something like that. Yeah, something. she had like the best. She had the best score of the day. Like she came in like tied for like thirtieth and 
finished like third or second. I mean, she she had the best day by far. Uh, yeah. She can golf her balls. So she and she's keeping her amateur status. So she played as an amateur this time around. So she can go back. She's uh, going to go back and finish her senior year at LSU. That hurts. That's two hundred grand. Just maybe maybe she'll pick up. That's why I'm talking about that. Maybe she'll pick up an NIL deal at LSU now. Who knows? Yeah, that could. You're right. You're right. But um, she beat the next amateur by like ten strokes. So yeah, <laughs> the girl Rosang who won the um national championship. Yeah, uh, from Stanford. So, uh, women's golf's uh, you know, they're 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 really trying. They're really they're really putting a lot of effort into it. I'm glad uh, those they they deserve it. Um, and you got some stars, budding stars. So, and and stuff. I will say the stuff like. You know, you heard um, Kim come out and say, you know, afterwards, we've talked about this on the podcast. She was complaining about the girls. I just want us to be get... honest about ourselves. I just want us to be honest about it. And, and she was, <laughs> and, and, yeah. And she also, like, she talked about how, well, they only get one day at Augusta. I'm like, do you understand how well they've grown the, the game of golf just being able to play that one day, though? And all like, of them appreciate the heck out of it. Like, they the love thing. the crap out of it. And they don't have a men's amateur event there. No. And, <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that Augusta's doing them a favor, but I am saying that golf is is doing a favor to the rest of us because hell, we watched it. Yeah. Kyle and I watched it the weekend before. I mean, that's what. It, and she's like, "That's not growing the game." I was like, "It is growing the game." We sat down and she and her argument was, "Well, the only reason you know people watched because it was at Augusta." So. They so what? I just remembered the girl from LSU that made a charge on the final day. That's called marketing. <laughs> That's marketing, and they're trying. They're really oh, trying. Gosh. They're pumping money into it, and I'm just—I hope it. I hope that there's a return on it. Can things uh, be better? Yes. Could they be a hell of a lot worse? Absolutely, yes. <laughs> absolutely. All right. Happy, happy Monday. Uh, yes. Y'all have a great week. We just went an hour, so uh, hopefully that gets you through a long drive. Or maybe yeah, Nate's laugh. already texting us, wanting to know uh, what all what all we talked about and how how the pod went. It's like you should have been here, bub. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But. Uh, so they really, snuck up on him. <laughs> exactly. Follow us on all the social medias. Follow us on uh, – subscribe on YouTube. Maybe you get, yes. you get a little bonus content every now and then. Uh, and, you know, we just really appreciate it. We're coming closing in on a year. Well, I guess technically we need to go look back. I mean, this could be – this week could be the year, right? Me this and week, you, it is a – we yeah, we're bumping on a year. Because it was the week before the U.S. Open, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to go back and look at it. Um uh, a year into it and obviously we can't continue to do it unless uh there's people listening so uh it's growing uh growing every every month seemingly and we really yes. really appreciate it. it's been it's been a blast and we we're gonna definitely keep doing it as long as y'all want to hear stuff from us so no doubt uh, we love it tonight's episode is brought to you by bet online and we will see you on wednesday dad by golf pod always always broken broken no hats looking fly you've been listening to the dad bod golf pod always stroking thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. 
Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.